Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Today's title is, Are you, Your Patterns Helping or Hurting? So we're going to talk a little bit about where do our patterns, habits, and beliefs come from? Uh, how, you know, we, we develop them early on, but why are they there? Uh, how do they influence our life? I'm going to give you lots of examples from my own life, not only things that I've noticed, but also things that, uh, you know, that certain things that are helping me, certain things that are not helping me. And then I'm going to give you several, I don't know, maybe five to seven questions at the very end of the episode. So you may consider writing those down. Uh, for those of you who listen and you're doing very active things while you're listening to the podcast, about 12 minutes in is when I give those questions. So you can come back around and listen again and write those down. Okay. Enjoy. All right, so we come to this physical existence with no patterns, no language, no beliefs whatsoever, and then we're taught, whether directly or indirectly, certain patterns that help us to stay safe or to be successful, right? Especially within relationships, community, uh, and also, you know, things that, that just, quite frankly, make life easier, so, you know, I, I think about language, number one, think about that. You know, if you, uh, if you didn't, if you weren't taught language, how could you be successful in a community? Um, you know, simple things like, Hey, the stove is hot, you know, as, as young children, it's important to stay safe. And, and so we teach them things like, don't touch the stove. It's hot. Um, other things like how to be successful, safe, and, uh, you know, just, just in relationships. So I was working with a client the other day and basically, uh, what came out from him was that, uh, yeah, as a child, he learned that he always had to keep his dad happy so that dad, uh, you know, wouldn't hurt them. So he had a past of, of abuse and, and neglect and his dad was, a an alcoholic. And, and he said that was a significant belief that he developed, uh, a pattern, and so he not only took that from, you know, keep dad happy, but if I keep all the people in my life happy, then somehow I'll stay safe and secure and I'll have everything I need. Okay. So the, the patterns that we have are deeply ingrained in us. And most of us are very unconscious of what those patterns are. And some of those patterns help us and some of them don't. Okay. So I'll, I'll give you an example. So, um, whatever your relationship is with time, that's your, your deal. Uh, I have found for myself, and I, I think this really happened probably when I was in high school. Um, but I, I cultivated or developed it when I was in college that getting up early really serves me well. Uh, you know, this morning I slept in until about five fifteen. some days, honestly, I'll be up ready to go at three 30 out without an alarm, just ready to go. Uh, and other days, you know, I can sleep until seven or seven 30. Uh, but for the grand majority of the time, getting up early in the morning really serves me well. So this morning I was able to do some study time. Uh, I was able to have some meditation time, some yoga time, uh, discussion with my, my daughter, because it's an, another snow day as I'm recording this. 
Uh, and now I'm into my day of, of prepping, planning, recording, and I'll have time to work on my uh, PhD dissertation. And then I'll start with client meetings. So waking up early in the morning is a habit that really works well for me. Um, a, a belief that I kind of caught as a child, I don't know that my parents actually taught me this directly, but it definitely was something that I caught was going outside isn't really the best thing to do. Uh, we always lived in metropolitan areas. Yeah, they wanted us outside, but basically because they didn't want to deal with us, right? You guys as kids are loud and, and crazy, so get outside. Uh, but especially during the winter, I, I come from a family that has long and strong roots in, in the South of the United States. And so winter is very different. So as I'm looking out my, my window right now, we probably got, I don't know, maybe 10, 12 inches of snow on the ground. Uh, and so the, the belief was that when it's cold and it's snowy, we don't go outside ever, uh, only to go to your car if you have to. And that belief isn't serving me well. <laughs> and I've realized, especially this winter, there was something about this winter that really kind of uh, snuck up on me that said, you've got to be outside every day. You've got to feel the cold on your face. You've got to put your snow pants on. You got to get out there. You got to be in nature, right? So when we delve down into ourselves uh, with some self-inventory, we can really find the patterns, especially the ones that create that fear, guilt, shame, blame cycle in us. We can find those patterns that are helping us and the ones that are hurting us. And it's important to find the patterns that we collected when we were children and not conscious of it and decide whether we need those patterns or whether we want new ones or not, right? So it's not about saying, oh, let me ditch everything that I learned as a kid. That's not what I'm saying, but being more consciously aware of what is in there and is that something that you want? It's kind of like um, doing a, a closet edit, if you will, right? You're going to go through your, your stuff in your closet and find out, is this something that I want to keep? Yes or no. Uh, and do I need something else, right? So the last closet edit I did, I found that I had way too many, probably a dozen pair of black leggings. And I was like, do I need that many? Probably not. I can donate some of those. Uh, but then I also found out that because I had been losing a lot of weight the last six, six months or so, that most of my clothes weren't fitting. And so I'm like, hmm, I, I need to think about, you know, here soon getting some new clothes. Okay. It's the same thing as with our beliefs. So miracles are really waiting on the other side of self-inventory. If that's, if that's the only thing that I can get into your head today, that's it miracles are waiting on the other side of self-inventory. So uh, a long time ago, I was introduced, probably six years ago now, uh, I was introduced to a tool that I've used almost daily in the last six years. Uh, it's called the, the Daily Edge Tool. Uh, I will tell you this, I, I know I've done a little bit of teaching on it in the past, but I, it is probably the one tool again, that I use daily, but it helps me to be extremely productive and extremely restful. So when you're talking about patterns or habits, I look at this one and go, oh my gosh, if I'm, you know, making a list of things that I need to keep in my life, this is definitely one of them. So what I love about this tool is it allows you to schedule your day. 
Um, so when I first started using it, I realized, and at the time I was still doing a lot of travel, uh, transitions weren't even in my mind. Uh, and that's why I was showing up to things late because I didn't give myself enough transition time. So that was just one aha that totally changed my life. Uh, but also it's got categories on here for your prioritizations. So you can make sure that you get, you know, your, your faith, your fitness, finance, family, you know, personal development, all of those things in one day, because it prompts you to, to ask, you know, what are you doing for today? Uh, and then it asks you to really prioritize what are the big things that you need to do today? What are the small things that you can delegate? And then there's also a section on there for who do you need to contact? And I, uh, have, use this tool many different ways over the years, but really it's been a huge, uh, benefit to me. Listen, I'm running multiple businesses. Uh, I, yes, of course I, I have a daily podcast. I I'm up early. I, I do lots of things for myself. Uh, and I, I also am, am finishing up this PhD and I'm, I'm running my own business while, you know, going through a global pandemic and raising three very active children. So I tell you all that because there is, uh, not, I don't want to put the message out there that you can do everything because that's not it. This tool allows you to really focus and hone in on what do you want to do. So I'm going to leave a, um, a link in the description. If you would like to download the tool, uh, it's just a PDF printed out, you know, multiple ones. Uh, you can do that. And then also you'll receive, if you download the tool, I'll send you an automatic email after that. And it will have a tip sheet on there that explains each section and also talks through, um, some ways that you might want to use it. Now, this is a, a tool that anybody can use and you really need to design it in a way that works for you. Uh, but I'll definitely give you some tips on that. Okay. So if you're finding that, you know, you want to change some habits and patterns in your life around time management, productivity, accountability, things like that, this tool will help. Okay. Awesome. So another thing that I found out, and this is something that's kind of been creeping up on me for a while as I was doing my own self inventory was watching TV alone at the end of the night is not necessarily serving me well. Uh, I think I got into this pattern uh, when the kids were younger because I think, you know, as a parent, parent, you just get to the end of the day and you're at the finish line and you're like, oh my gosh, I got to zone out a little bit, right? And so it was restful back then, but it's ceasing to be restful for me now. And I'm realizing that honestly, there are other things, other habits attached to this that when I'm alone and I'm watching TV, I tend to watch junk. So there's nothing inherently bad about that. It just kind of puts me in a funk a little bit. Uh, and then also I, I tend to eat junk food. So that's not good, right? If I'm watching TV with somebody else, like say my husband, that's not a problem because I also don't have the other habits attached to it. However, I could, um, you know, there are, are, all kinds of things that I can watch other than let's say movies or TV shows, or I could read a book or quite frankly, I could go to bed earlier. So there are other things that could be more restful that I can choose that are uh, the TV watching alone is not doing it for me. Uh, I remember years ago when my kids were really, really little, um, I would turn into uh, what I called dinosaur mom where I would just kind of roam the, the house and, and kind of roar. I, I was just an angry mom for a while. 
Uh, and I realize now that it was because I was trying to make everybody in my life happy except for me. Uh, and so, you know, I, I wasn't maybe the best mom for my kids. Uh, now, I was doing the best I could at the time. So there's no blame or shame or judgment on myself. However, that wasn't a, a pattern or habit that I wanted to keep. So over time, I've really developed this idea of when I'm with my kids, I want to have not only fun, but I want us to have uh, an atmosphere filled with joy and a lot of laughter. And so humor is really important. Uh, and, and I find that I, you know, when these are my focuses, when I'm with my kids, guess what? We all enjoy each other's company more. Yes, we still need to get things done. Yes, I, you know, have teenagers. So, you know, doing chores and keeping up with that is, uh, you know, very interesting at times. Uh, but I want to do it with joy. So a few questions for you, and you may consider writing these down. So if you, you know, haven't, uh, if you're driving or, or riding your Peloton, whatever it is that you do when you're listening to these podcast episodes, go into about the 12 minute mark. Uh, and, and, you know, if you have to come back, write these down. So some questions for self-inventory are, what patterns are you noticing in your life? So what patterns or habits? And don't worry about if they're good or bad or anything with this question. You just want to notice what patterns, okay? And what things are repeated in your life over and over. So you can think about your daily schedule. Um, you can think about interactions. So, you know, if you have been with somebody for a while in a, in a special relationship, so that could be um, a spouse or significant other, or it could be parent-child, uh, it could be child-parent, uh, it could be co-workers. But if you're in these special relationships for a while, you know, five years or more, you have patterns or habits in your relationship. So what are some of those that repeat over and over again? So, you know, I've, I've been pretty clear with this, that my husband and I, after 18 years of being together, my goodness, you know, we, we had the same fight over and over again. We just changed the topic. Okay. So what patterns are you noticing in your life? What things are repeating? Uh, and then ask yourself, what's bugging you? <laughs> so, you know, don't, don't stay in this place forever, but just ask yourself, what is bugging you? You know, are there certain pain points in your life that you're just like, man, I just wish this thing was gone. Okay. And what are the habits attached to that? So for example, you know, I, I think about weight loss. Um, we're, we're just ending our spiritual weight loss journey that we just did for the last three weeks. Uh, and it's, it's been an amazing time. Uh, what brought people to that group was weight loss. However, what, what kept them was the transformation that they went through. And so what's bugging you was the weight loss and saying, what's the habit connected to that? Well, you can easily say, well, I overeat, I don't exercise, I don't do this, I don't do that. Uh, and that's helpful because you can look at that habit and say, how can I change that habit? And when you go even deeper, like the spiritual weight loss challenge, now you realize, wow. Okay. So it really isn't about these habits. It's about getting to know me inside. Um, uh, and then ask yourself the question, where do you blame yourself for things going wrong? Right. And again, that can be in any area of your life. Maybe you have financial issues or family issues, or, you know, maybe you're having changes. I hear this a lot from people changes in their, their spiritual, um, essence, 
right? Maybe they're, they're growing and, and they're not having the same spiritual alignment that they had before. Um, where do you blame yourself or other people? And then, you know, then once you do those questions, ask yourself, what do you want instead? So, you know, maybe you don't want the extra weight. What do you want instead? And what patterns would you like to cultivate that might help you get to that place? So again, we, um, what I just said, all of this stuff, the, this real deep self inventory stuff, this is what we do in our spiritual weight loss challenge. So we have our one week, so seven day challenge. And what we do in there is we introduce you to this process of going a little bit deeper. Um, we talk about the, the emotions that research shows us when you have traumas, dramas, and high stresses, especially in childhood, uh, and you don't process those out. So the, the key here is not just having the emotions because you can have the emotions and process them out and not hold on to weight. But if you don't process those emotions, you most likely will hold it on as weight. And so we teach you in the challenge about the connection between your brain and your body and your behavior. And then we go through the self-reflection process for seven days, process out seven really, you know, tough and challenging emotions. And then after that, we give you an opportunity. Do you want to finish out the three weeks course after that, which is basically, it will get you through all 25 of the emotions that research shows us need to be processed out. So, you know, if you, you are thinking about not only becoming more healthy, um, but I, we had this kind of epiphany too, when we were doing the, the very first zoom is that people, uh, came on and they said, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't necessarily have physical weight to drop, but I, I heard the spiritual weight. And so I came for to drop a bunch of spiritual weight. And that was unexpected to me, but I was like, wow, I'm pleasantly surprised. And that's exactly what we were doing. So if you would like to take a deep dive for seven days, we are going to launch our spiritual weight loss challenge. And that is completely complimentary. So you don't need to pay for that at all. Uh, let's see, I'm looking at my calendar here. So we are launching that the first day is going to be on March 20th. So from March 20th to March 27th, we're going to do, um, a challenge. And if you are interested in that, uh, I will put a link in the description to jump on our wait list. So we've got, I don't know, 15, 20 people already on the wait list. Uh, we do have to have a smaller number for that just because there are some individual sessions in there and I want to make sure that I have room for everybody. So if you want to get in on that, um, in a month here, we're going to start that. So jump on the wait list, put your information in there. And as soon as I have the link to register, I will send it out to you. Okay. Awesome. So I hope that this was helpful today. I hope it got you thinking. I hope you're, you're going to go and spend some time in reflection, ask yourself those questions. You know, what patterns or habits do I see? Are they helping? Are they hurting? Uh, and how can I have a better life? So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.